Welcome to Audio Drama Showcase by Legend Smith Productions. I'm Scooter, and with me, I have Lisa Watson. Hey. Lynn Parsons. Hey there. Tommy. How's it going? And Max Basket. Yo. Today, we'll be listening to Our Fair City, which premiered in 2011 and was created by Clayton Fates, Jeffrey Gardner, and Eleanor Hyde. The show was conceived as part of a thought experiment on the destruction wrought by climate change. Work on the show began in 2009, when many of the writers, actors, and artists met as employees of the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. This episode is called Neil Henderson. Okay, let's get started. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Policies, we are all of us, only human. However, there are members of our community who are somehow more human than human. It seems almost as though there is more matter, more weight to the form and actions of these supermen. One such hero is Neil Henderson. Now the sharpshooter, a man who shoveled the waist of five men, holds the entire city on his muscled shoulders. All of our hope depends on this single life being carefully strapped into a giant mechanical digging suit. And the blue safety line goes into the red receiver here. And the indigo power valve goes into this chartreuse junction here. And this yellow thing, uh, uh, is left over, I guess. <laughs> all right, Mr. Henderson, you're all strapped in. All that's left is to turn you on. Are we sure that this metal getup is going to work? It's an exoskeleton, and it should. According to Dr. Morrow, it was originally designed to dig the tunnels, but was never actually produced because the actuary said it wasn't cost-effective. Yeah, well, digging ain't shoveling. That's why the Super Scooper has giant shovel hands instead of giant drill hands. The Super Scooper? That's what I call it. There we go. Okay, try to move. I fell in the poo. Sorry about that. It's okay. Yes, Dr. West, everything's set. Dr. West wants to know why you're not answering your headset. What headset? The one, uh, oh, oh, uh, This headset. Uh, here, let me just... Mr. Henderson, do you read me? Neil, are you there? Do you copy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Ah, splendid. How are you? Rested, limber, ready to make scientific history? Actually, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Oh, don't be. The success of this reactor may well end the power crisis, reverse the food shortage, and save the lives of every man, woman, and mole in the city. 
But in science, failure is always a viable outcome, and there is only the teeniest chance of a catastrophic explosion. What? Oh, did that not go through? I said the success of this reactor. West, Oops. I told you not to touch anything without checking with me first. That includes the radio. Sincerest apologies, Emily. It won't happen again. Go check the calibration of the laser array. Yes, Emily. Mr. Henderson. Are you there? How are you feeling? Uh, fine. Say, what did he mean, catastrophic explosion? Good, good. And how is the Mark I Exo Enhancement Extractor Module? The what? The super scooper? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, the scooper duper's working fine. Well, I'm glad that the Mark I Exo Enhancement Extractor Module is functioning optimally. I, I still don't see why me and Betsy can't just go We've and... We've been over this, Mr. The Mark I Exo Enhancement Extractor Module will increase your overall load capacity by a factor of 20. Well, if we got a couple of the other fellas from down in No! The... the other PWCs are in the lower fields maintaining the power to the rest of the city. Taking just one of them off the line could cost hundreds of lives. I won't do it! Thank you, Vice President. Your nobility inspires us all. Now run along and leave the science to the scientists. This is all very thought out. You have the Mark I Exo Enhancement Extractor Module. The upper field serves the more robust and fiber-filled diets of the tower. We even moved up Spice Night to guarantee your fuel supply. Nothing has been left to chance. Well... I better go. I've got to help the switcher monitor the power relay. If you need me, I'll be six levels down on the other end of your chute. Good luck, Mr. Henderson. Hey, uh, Andrew, was it? Uh, yeah. Good luck, Squidge. Thanks. You may begin, Mr. Henderson. Dropping the first load now. Catalyzation. We are underway. For 11 hours, Neil Henderson toils mightily. The mechanical marvel to which he is moored becomes a blur of steel and sludge. The metal limbs fly, controlled by the practiced hands of our hero, a man with no limitations. The machine, however, is no hero. Uh, Dr. Caligari? Super Spooper stopped working. What? What happened? Well, I don't know. There was a sparky thing by my head and now can't move. Damn it. We'll just have to stop the reactor until we can get the super... The Mark I Exo Enhancement Extractor Module working again. Stopping's not going to set off that explosion, is it? What explosion? That creepy guy said something about an explosion. What? Yes, Emily? Why is the cowboy talking about an explosion? Yes, well, I may have confided in him the ever-so-slight chance that an inability to produce enough energy on our part may result in an instability that could lead to a thermonuclear event. Slight chance? 
There is no chance of that. I ran the calculations myself. Yes, you did. Before. Before what? Well, you did say we needed to lower the initial energy cost of the reactor. Yes, but I... I believe your exact words were, do whatever it takes, West. I did say that. How slight is this threat of detonation? Eh, hardly one at all. I'd say one chance in three. One in three? There's a one in three chance that shutting down the reactor will destroy the city? Ugh. And a 66% chance that it won't. I say we shut it down. The odds are with us. Henderson. I need you to get out of the module and carry on manually. We have to keep going. Yeah, I'm kind of strapped in is all. Press the eject button. Which one is that? The yellow button to the right of your head. A yellow button? Like like the one that was left over when I got plugged in? Left over. Of course it was. Hold on. Power distribution operator. Operator, do you copy? Switcher here. I need you to send Snidge up to assist Mr. Henderson ASAP. Uh, Andrew and I are a little busy here, ma'am. Someone's removed all the buffers from the power couplings and it's from a, a, a leak. Uh, electrical arcs keep setting things on fire. Oh, uh, stop, drop, and roll, Andrew. Stop, drop, and roll! Damn it. Henderson, I'll... West will be there in 15 minutes. Oh, no need. I'm out. Did you find the eject button? No, I, I just sort of... Busted my way out. Busted out of steel and titanium reinforcement cables? Uh, yeah. My exo-extraction module. Sorry? Never mind, just get back to work. All right, Betsy. Looks like it's up to you and me. Let's do this the way we were meant to. Once again, Neil Henderson shovels as he was born to. Who could have guessed that what we flush away can be all that stands between civilization and annihilation? How odd that all of our hopes and dreams and lives depend upon that most ignominious of bodily byproducts and its most adept caretaker. That maestro of manure, that doge of dung, that prince of poopy. Six straight hours he works without break or rest. Six straight hours he labors for the good of the city. Something has to give. To all things there is a limit. No. No, Betsy. Mr. Henderson, the power levels have plateaued at 98%. Is something wrong? Betsy... It's Betsy. She's... She's gone. Who's Betsy? A shovel. A shovel. A shovel? Henderson, did your shovel break? Betsy, I'm sorry. I'll take that as a yes. We'll, we'll get you a new one. Power distrib... Switcher? Switcher, come uh, in. Andrew's sort of maintaining the power flow circuit with his body. Did you need something? Never mind. West, go and make sure he doesn't die. On my way. Henderson, head down to the lower fields and ask around for a shovel. But I can't just abandon Betsy. She... Out of the way. Uh, who the hell are you? Neil Henderson, you get off your ass and save me this instant. A- Allison? I did not let you lead me across an unsurvivable frozen wasteland just so I could die because of a heat failure. Or a food riot or... or... A 22 megaton explosion. Is, is 
I, I, I can't do it. I, I'm sorry to let you down. Forget about me. Think of all the people in the city who are counting on you. Think about the sick mole up here whose life you'll be saving again. Hell, think about your stupid little girlfriend and her stupid hair and her stupid dog and her stupid fleas. She gave each one of them a name. That's nice. Get up. But... But, Betsy... It's a shovel, Neil. A tool. And when a tool breaks, you get another tool. You're wrong. Betsy... Betsy was special. Betsy didn't jump from the tower and survive. Betsy didn't climb to the top of Stormhawk from the outside. Betsy didn't brave the frozen wasteland just so her little pet mole could see a vet. You did those things, Neil. You alone. Can't, can't everybody? No, you idiot. No one can do any of that. A dozen riggers couldn't keep up with you on the tundra. They're dead because of me. No, Neil. None of us would have made it back here without you. You're special, not your shovel, you. You saved us, and now there's a whole city that needs you to be special. So get up and find a new shovel, because you are Neil Henderson, and you have a job to do. All right. I guess this robot suit doesn't need its shovel arm anymore. But I do. Okay. Okay. Here we go. With the arm of the broken mechanical contrivance as his shovel, Neil Henderson once more digs deep, both within himself and the brown slug. Without the help of his robot suit, without the aid of his eldritch shovel, exhausted and alone he toils and sweats to save the city, for Neil Henderson does not give up. Neil Henderson does not fail. Neil Henderson does not. I can't. I... I can't. Allison, I'm sorry. Allison... Dora? Deep as the foundations of heart life, far from the reach of any of the lives he just saved, the body of Neil Henderson sinks into the waste. Another life in our fair city has come to an end. The day is saved. The city slowly turns itself back on as electricity flows from the secret laboratory. Everything returns to the way it should be save for one life lost. 
In the end, dear policies, it is not so much to lose the life of one man in the course of our heroic society. The balance is maintained by losses and gains every day, and in the end, heart life prevails, keeping the lights on through these times and into the future. Through the designs of our benevolent directors, we shall endure into the next age. The story of our fair city will continue. So, thoughts? Yeah, this um might be one of the best ones we've listened to so far. I'm glad that you liked it. The effects were fantastic. The acting was some of the best I've heard in, well, the it's the best I've heard in this medium. The writing seemed pretty solid, as Tommy just said, the effects, all the background noises, the one guy getting electrocuted in the background. It was all just, it, it drew me in. It's not possible for a story to be engaging if somebody wasn't electrocuted. Or there wasn't a poop joke. Uh, were there poop jokes in this one? Uh, there was. Oh man, I'm at it. I, I thought so. Uh, you need to get your mind out of the gutter. There. I'm pretty sure that anytime anybody says the word Neil, it's a poop joke. You know, I missed oh. the first two, but the turd that got me. So I thought that um, I definitely agree. I really liked how the audio shifted so that you could hear the scene change because of who had the radio distortion to their voice. So it was a really good way in that medium of doing what would have been a visual cue in, in like a movie. So I thought that was very well done. And I actually thought the voice acting, at first I thought it was a little melodramatic. And then I realized being propaganda, that's exactly what it should be. So I really like that they had that touch. I didn't actually pick up on the scene change aspect of it right away. I was trying to figure out what was going on. Once I got there, I totally got there and was engaged. But I kind of wish there was a little better of a transition the first time. I think it was going into the, the tea sipping, and I was like, wait a minute. Where am I? What? What? It would, it would switch mid-sentence from, like, the, uh, the person's voice being fuzzy yeah. to it being... Like, for me, that worked really well. Um, but for, there was more where I was like, Oh, the audio just did a thing. Oh, wait, no, now we're in the lab. And like, I could see in my mind, like the actual, like if this were a visual medium, it would have gone from we're in the shit with the robo suit to now we're in the lab with a annoying uh, psycho. And the fact that they had the machine noises in the background for when he, we were in the perspective of Neil, that made perfect sense down to the almost sterile quietness of the laboratory right uh and i think everything from the choices the actors made to um how tight the writing was gave a lot of these characters that we spent less than 15 minutes with a lot of uh personality and depth that really was the most motivational keep working speech i've ever heard in an audio drama yeah. that's for certain and like i don't know if those events are detailed in other episodes but even if they're not, the way um, like there or small details made it feel realistic. Yeah, this is about a third to halfway through the series. And yeah. If this were standalone, I would be perfectly fine with that. Like, I believe our fair city is done now, as it's entirely completed. Yeah, this um, this works. I think this would work both well as a serial and as just a a thing on its own. It gives a lot of it gives enough context that you know generally what the setting is, what the stakes are and how these characters function within this world. 
And when we were in situations where in other audio dramas that we've listened to, we've mentioned that we would expect to hear someone a little out of breath because they were really exerting themselves or there was a lot of emotion. We heard it this time. I, I went in expecting, okay, let me try to pick apart anything that I can find to make sure that we have something to discuss. And I, I really didn't find any negatives. I, I really like this and it's not my genre of choice and I'm going to have to go back and listen to it now. Yeah, I rarely find the pure comedies that we listen to, like, good. This one was really, really good. I feel like this is the first comedy we've we've done. We didn't, is it? The first one was just a pilot oh, that we didn't yeah. actually record. Yeah, that one was awful. Yeah, that, no, I did not care for that. <laughs> My inner five-year-old is very happy, I just have to say. Why do you have a five-year-old inside of you? Shh, don't ask questions. It would be much messier if it were outside. So wait, is this like a Men in Black situation? No, I think this is like she's been pregnant for way too long. I thought it was more, um... Like, this is elephant gestation problems. Crap, why can't I remember the name of the movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mars, Total Recall, where she's got the Quatu. Yeah, that's, thanks for that. Anyways. I try to ruin things, what can I say? Stop it. So, yeah, um, this is the first proper comedy that we're doing for this, and I, I do personally think it was done really well. Like, yeah. um... The story is very tight, even within this one episode. The dialogue is not just realistic dialogue, but everyone speaks so differently in the like the the vocal tics that they have. Yeah, at no point do you confuse any of these characters with any of the others. Exactly. It's very difficult to confuse people here. So I wouldn't say this was my favorite of the things we listened to, but it might be the best thing that we've listened to. What what is your favorite so far? Oh, Girl in Space, hundred percent. I like Girl in Space too. I mean I, I liked all the ones we listened to. All right, let's go to Lynn. What do you think? The only real quibble I have is that they went with a lot of kind of stereotypical accent type of things to distinguish characters and their role or their social status. And I felt like that may have not been the wisest choice in the certainly the current social climate. None of it felt racial. It just felt like this is someone who is working class. This is someone who is a mad scientist. This is someone who clearly gets really, really high. Yeah, actually, they take those kind of stereotypes for the whole series to the extremes. I mean, not super extreme, but pretty far. So that's very common. But I had noticed in the beginning, especially when the friend who I sounded a lot like a mechanic, he had that really, uh, you know, actually kind of stereotypical nerd voice going, which is what I would expect in like an anime from the mech geek. I thought he said it high. Like, I thought he said, like, this guy is lit AF. He could be two things. No, I, I heard what Max said out of that. I definitely got the stereotypical, like, nerd voice of the nasally, overly obsessed with his tech, but not socially aware, stereotypical voice, I guess. The kind of thing that you see the the super nerdy, awkward kid in movies and cartoons having. I got more slacker from him, but that was maybe just me. All right. Uh, so, Tommy, let me just the up and down of what you think of this series. This was real good. I'm probably going to listen to more of it. I have literally nothing to complain about for it. It gets five out of five poop emojis. <laughs> I almost forgot about your emoji system. All right. It's Brit- not an emoji system. You're, yeah. It's a rating system. This is the first time emojis have ever come up. Really? Yes. All of them weren't emojis? 
No. I, I, do you have an emoji for unknowable horror? Don't answer that question. <laughs> it's Cthulhu in a diaper. I'm the it's one who made the poop it. poop emoji. <laughs> That's not unspeakable. I speak about poop all the time. I do. Now I really want an emoji of Cthulhu in a diaper. That sounds the, It's on our Slack. Oh, you weren't joking about that? No. Oh, gosh. I make all of our emojis. Oh, then that's... I thought you... Oh, okay, I'm going to use that more often then. You should. That's terrifying. Baby Cthulhu. Lynn. I thought overall that this was actually a really well done episode. I loved the production quality and the production value they had. And the story was engaging and also didn't drag on. So that was pretty great. Max? I have to say from start to finish, I really enjoyed it. It pulled me out a little bit with the stereotypical voice that Lynn had mentioned, but by and large, it felt smooth the entire time. It felt professional and wow, I, I definitely need to go back and listen to all of it since it's over. Lisa? So you can't see me right now, but I'm giving two thumbs up for this one. This was a lot of fun. I don't know that this is really my style of... uh show to listen to but i definitely appreciate all the work that they put into this because you can tell they spent a lot of time in post making this really clean and i just feel like i've been outside in the muck for a while (laughs) the sound effects for that are very appropriate it's duty i mean so they definitely did their duty 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 everybody duty 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 do our duty that really hurts. Not not duty 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 duty. Thomas's part, but the other part where you you duty all over the place. Wait, that was that Tommy. That was Tommy. Damn it! Your duty got all over my brain and what I was going to say. It does that. I've heard that Scooter had a dirty mind. It's because apparently I shat in it. <laughs> oh God, the mental image. <laughs> Next on our fair city. Just remember, it's, it's so meta. There's the image of me shitting in your mind. In your mind. Just remember, if you're having trouble visualizing, remember, don't muppetize. And if you happen to muppetize, please, for all that is holy, do not ever claymate. Uh, Rule one is don't visualize. Rule two is for the love of God, don't visualize. And rule three is no fisting. I still have shitception going in my mind. I really want that to stop. Oh, wait. So now in your mind, there's the image of Scooter having the image of me shitting in his mind in his mind. How many levels? I need a totem. So the poop is pooping inside of the poop. Patrick Stewart's involved somehow. Pooping back and forth forever. Oh, God. I knew that was coming up. I could uh, see it. Human centipede? No. Well, oh, God. <laughs> Scooter's mind. One cup. <laughs> Don't oh. need two girls, one scooter's mind. There's not enough brain bleach in this room to fix this. <laughs> you have a cabinet full of liquor. But not brain bleach. That's what that is. Maybe for you. Anyhow. I mean, I'd flash to give you some eye bleach, but then none of our listeners would hear it. That's not brain bleach. Okay. Anybody else have any final notes? It's duty. Anything else? Okay. I ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got shit. I feel like I want to flip over this entire table, but all of our all of our table recording equipment's on it. Just remember, there's number one, and then there's number two. That Scooter, was Scooter. No. Please just stop flipping your shit. <laughs> Is this verbal shit posting? Poop. 
<laughs> Just to verify, I can't actually reach my hands inside of my ears to pull up my brains right now, right? <laughs> Okay. No, I think your brains ran a long time ago. That's fair. You're just dribbling out your ears now. That's it's kind of a mental mi- diarrhea. Mixed mixed with the poop <laughs> from the time that I shit in your mind. Can you make an emoji for the an emoji? brains? <laughs> an emoji? <laughs> an emoji for my brain slipping out of my ears at this point? <laughs> I'll get my Photoshop department right on that. <laughs> sure. Didn't you say you had an assistant? <laughs> she doesn't know Photoshop. She knows data analytics. Same Mo. thing. There's got to be a way that you could turn now. Never mind. Duty. <laughs> that was Neil Henderson from the show Our Fair City. To find out more, go to www.ourfaircity.com. This was Audio Drama Showcase. For more episodes and information, go to www.legendsmithproductions.com. Thank you for listening. High five. We made it. That was almost too much. (laughs) Almost. Never too much.